Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This is a Sunday morning sobriety episode where I discuss all things related to physical and emotional sobriety. As always, it's important to remind everyone that I am not an expert or the final word on addiction, sobriety, or recovery. I began this series to share my experience, strength, and hope for anyone who is on a journey of physical or emotional sobriety. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So often, when people talk to me about addiction, which is my favorite, I love being lectured about addiction from other people, (laughs) they focus solely on the behavior of using an active addiction. If someone is viewed as an alcoholic, people will only talk about how they drink. If someone is viewed as a drug addict, people will talk about what substances they used. If someone is a sex and love addict, people will talk about their promiscuity. And mostly people are just focusing on what an asshole the person is. I mean, I hear that all the time. If they would just stop doing X, they would be fine. But what about our emotional and mental health that is so present in addiction? Why is no one talking about our sanity? The power of working the 12 steps is not just that we stop abusing substances or stop harmful behaviors. It's that there's a restoration happening, in part because addiction and its accompanying insanity are not controlling our lives anymore. In step two, we are invited to begin to think about what our higher power can be and what restoration would look like in our lives. One of the most common misconceptions for people who don't know much about the 12 steps is that everyone has to believe in God, which is kind of a rookie mistake, especially when the main book, the big book, has a whole chapter titled We Agnostics. So clearly it's something that these guys were thinking about in the very beginning. You know, we don't exclude people. The 12 steps is the last house on the street. We don't kick people out. (laughs) So um, there's room for everyone. And the emphasis in step two is not on who or what our higher power is, but it is on what that power can do for us. And if you don't believe in God or spirituality, I want you to know that that makes absolute perfect sense in 12 step programs. I can't think of a single newcomer that I've ever met who came in devastated, destroyed on a court card or because their wife or husband said, if you don't go, I'm kicking you out. And, you know, walked up to me smiling and said, I believe in God. You know, there's a lot of struggle in our devastation. So you're going to find a lot of other people who feel similarly. And you might be surprised to learn that Any 12-step group itself qualifies as a power greater than ourselves, as do the spiritual principles contained in the 12 steps. 
The whole point of this step is to remind us that we don't ever have to do any of this alone. The whole world will tell us that we have to. We just have to toughen up. We just have to get straight. We just have to get clean, do the right thing on our own and not bother anyone else. And what the 12 steps are recognizing is the power of community and connection in recovery and that those aren't bad things. Those aren't things that make you weak or less than. I think that we're supposed to be in community. I think that we are supposed to be connected to other people. So the spiritual principles that are the foundation of the step are open-mindedness, willingness, faith, trust, and humility. And no one is saying you have to believe in my version of God or your sponsor's version of God or the God you were raised with. I personally share a lot on this podcast that God is an experience, not a person. And it doesn't mean that we have to automatically believe that, you know, if we do this, that everything's going to magically work out. We just have to open the door to the possibility that we don't know what will happen, but that we are open to witnessing what could happen. I don't think a lot of people recognize how controlling and regimented and almost scheduled addiction is. You have to follow the same routine. You do not vary from your path. You do what you do to get what you need to just get through the day. So in step two, we're kind of taking a big step back from that and saying, I'm stepping away from the regimented and very restricted way I've been thinking and looking at the world. And I'm saying, maybe I don't know what I don't know. And maybe someone else does. And, you know, for me, I can share personally that what it comes down to is that there have been times in my own life when a doorknob would have made better decisions than I was making. And I know that if you are listening to this episode in step two, you might relate to that. Like a chair could have made a better decision than the ones you were making in your life. And I don't say that to beat us up. I say it because it's true. You know, sometimes we are just not in a right place. So when we say a power greater than ourselves, it really puts into perspective what we have allowed to have power over us in our lives and our addiction. And, you know, pause and think about that for yourself. Have you ever allowed another person to become your higher power? Have you ever allowed a substance or unhealthy thinking and behaviors that accompany it to become a power greater than yourself? Have you allowed your self-will run riot to be your higher power? And why are we working so hard to convince ourselves that each of these things is a better option than our own concept of God, the universe, or a group that comes together to find recovery? What it comes down to is that step two consists of four core concepts. One, a spiritual experience. Two, sanity and insanity. Three, a higher power. And four, belief and faith. Asking questions, self-reflecting, and journaling are such an important part of my own personal practice. And so I always like to include questions at the end of these episodes. So for step two in the 12 and 12, 
my questions are, describe the ways in which your life has been insane in addiction. This can include the ways that you've been out of touch with reality or resisting what you know to be true. In what ways does your insanity tell you that things outside of you can make you whole or solve all of your problems? Is part of your insanity the belief that the symptom of your addiction is your only problem? Do you have any fears about believing in something greater than yourself? Do you feel resistance to accepting that there is a power greater than yourself? What changes in your thinking and behavior would be evidence of your restoration to sanity? Why is having a closed mind harmful to your recovery from addiction? What negative experiences have you had with trusting others that would prevent you from trusting in a higher power? Have you repeatedly been let down, hurt, abandoned, or used? Do you have a concept of a higher power that makes sense to you today? What are you continually doing to bring yourself into closer relationship with this higher power? Make a list of the qualities that you want your higher power to have. Make a list of the qualities that you wouldn't want your higher power to have. Do you have a doubt that there is a power greater than yourself? And how do these doubts manifest in the way we think, feel, or act? I hope those questions help you to have a deeper understanding of step two. And until next week, make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Check out this week's playlist on my personal Spotify account. And join me on Instagram and TikTok for daily journal prompts at Love Letters and Mixtapes. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider making a small monthly donation to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio.